is Christopher McKinnon, and you're listening to the Notes from Dad to Son podcast. A podcast from a dad who's still trying to figure it all out in time for his son being old enough to start asking questions. Um, Spotify, you probably see me here on video the first time. Last episode was probably January of this year, 2022, and I had been deciding whether or not to go to my aunt's funeral. So, long story short, I attended that funeral and reacquainted myself with some family members I haven't seen for quite a long time. and. As a result of that, Fraser's got to hang out with um, one of my younger cousin's daughters who was born during the pandemic in the first, for the first month of the pandemic. Um, and just in the time in between, I just haven't really had much motivation really to carry on doing this blog. It's just been constant at work with changes that are resulting now at least for some semblance of normality um, in, in, the, in the life outside of work really. Um, we're able to take Fraser directly into the nursery now. Uh, don't need to wear masks for that, he doesn't need to wait outside so that's kind of cool. Also, um, from next Monday, yeah, next Monday, at least the, the staff, again, those that are working, will no longer be required to wear face coverings, which is nice because it means the residents are able to see our faces for the first time in ages. And they're able to get out and about a bit more than what they used to. I've transferred back to my base, which is nice, it's just the same but different, you know, half the staff have left since I was last there two years ago and um, obviously there's been some um, turnover for staff and residents wise as well, so just getting used to new faces and reacquainting some of the old ones that are still there. is near. I feel like I've had all this conversation at the back of my mind and just haven't done anything to record it really so for anybody that's observing this podcast presently I'm quite aware of what's going on in the world but for my boy to look back on at some point later on we're begin, we've got the war in Ukraine, which for the moment they seem to be doing a little bit better uh, on the Ukraine side than what they had been. Um, 
as a consequence of that, um, Russia has been withholding gas to much of Central Europe and that's kind of jacked up prices. So everything's been you know, a fair bit more expensive since then and just getting gradually worse. Um, this has had a knock-on effect on you know, our own financial situation here at home because for the past six months I haven't really been able to put anything away into Fraser's savings account um, until today. I made it my business to transfer some money in today because I get fed up and feeling as if I hadn't put anything in. So energy prices are due to go up again um, from the 1st of October. It's at least not going to be as bad as what it was going to be because we have another Prime Minister in charge now, Liz Truss. Another Conservative, another one from the Tory party. Um, the fourth in as many years, I think. Um, doing something to try and help out, but you know the rich people benefit the most as usual. Um, last week, Her Majesty the Queen passed away. Um, she'll be lying in state from today and her funeral will be next Monday. Um, you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time discussing that, but, you know, for most people in the UK, they can't really remember a time when she hasn't been around. So it's a bit weird getting used to that and also getting used to having a new king for all the great difference that makes to my life. Anyway, that's where we're at with that. Um, so I've been to the dentist this morning as well. I have seen um, the dental hygienist and she's given me something that I've never had before to use. Um, just grab a hold of these teeny, teeny, teeny little brushes that she's given me. Um, because just brushing my teeth on their own isn't really cutting it for getting in the gaps. So I've got these tiny little toothbrushes to use in between. And I think this will be good fun later on. <laughs> Reassuringly, she says, if it bleeds a bit, don't be put off. <laughs> So, there we go. Um, yeah, it's payday today. Um, trying to keep things uh, safe in terms of uh, finances as men. This is a couple of months ago, I have got myself into a five-year fixed rate for uh, the remainder of my mortgage because at the time, even before the energy crisis and the cost of living and all that got worse, I thought, well, for war on and, you know, the way things just seem to be going, it's like, I think everything's just going to get worse, everything's going to get more expensive, so I'd be as well just locking in, you know, this rate for five years and at least, you know, I know that it's not going to get any higher. So my actual mortgage bill each month is um, lower than it's ever been, but that just means when I'm overpaying it, I'm having to change my standing order 
So this month later on will be the first where I'm paying an extra 350 I think towards the mortgage um, to keep up with the kind of reduced rate so that I'd be paying just a bit more than what I was previously. Um, and I'm going to keep doing that for as long as I can afford that. Because you know, I want to have some degree of security um, for the home. So prior to the, the bills getting a bit more expensive for the energy front, you know, I've got about 250 credit um, in my gas and electricity accounts, so that will go some way to mitigating some of the increased costs in the winter. I have to say, it's, you know, we're approaching the middle of September and I don't know, I just seem to think that in my childhood by this time the trees would be a lot more brown than what they are and if I just show outside my window, you know, those trees out there at the park, you can see over those houses, are still quite green. And that's pretty much the way it is at the moment. I just feel as if like they should be like closer to the ground, you know, more orange and and um, just more like autumn. And you know, for the temperatures as well, it's like nineteen degrees. It's been the past couple of days. That's in Celsius for those. And they don't do those metric measurements. Um, I think today it's to be a high of 17, but you know, it's still quite warm. Um, warmer than I would like for this time of year. So I'm working today as well. Um, I get to commute by bike now, which is cool. <laughs> I haven't done that, um, you know, since I was last commuting. Um, so being able to do that again just makes my day just go in that little bit better. I feel like, you know, just getting that exercise there and back makes a big difference. It's only about six, um, about six kilometres both ways. Um, and the route I'm taking now as well, because of where I live now, compared to years ago, I get to go down what is being called the Advanced Manufacturing District, which is still in the process of being built, down by Glasgow Airport. And uh, the area is just nicer to kind of cycle through. The only thing is, if it's windy at all, it's just like super uh, exposed, so it can make either getting there to work more of a pain or this has been recently coming home a bit more of a pain even using gears and still feel like I'm having to use more gears than I would like and pedal harder than I really want to just to stop from going backwards um, when the wind is going but nonetheless um, the commute is is better 
than sitting in a taxi with a face mask for half an hour on both um, ends of the trip. So I'm spending a little bit of time just now before work. Why can't I get this to sit right? Oh, there we go. Um, just doing some of the household stuff before going to work just to pass a little bit of time and it's just some stuff that I also need to do. It's, you know, working full time, it's hard as well when you spend your time away from work between two houses. So I get to spend probably about two or three, two or three nights here a week. Um, particularly when Caroline is working on the night shift. So actually being here during the day doesn't happen that often. So uh, it means that things that, you know, I would want to do in terms of like housework, sometimes I end up putting off because I, I can do that a little bit later on. Uh, particularly ironing, I hate ironing. So, is this even on? No. Um, and also, if it's uh, a morning after Fraser stayed over, if he's awake from seven o'clock in the morning, you know, breakfast happens, getting dressed happens, but in between all of that, all the toys are coming out, everything is getting played with, sometimes paints are getting used and, you know, I don't always know <laughs> if he's using paints or not, depending on where I am, like if I'm in the shower or whatever, I might find when I come back out of the shower that he's just like, used paint or used chalk or whatever, everywhere else. So, here we go. It's just getting into the habit of things I find I have found um, over the last six months to be really difficult to do. The mundane stuff, you know, I just kind of feel as if like I've been on autopilot going to work, coming home from work and doing as little else as I can do. Really, um, that isn't necessary. And just seeing where that kind of takes us. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Like some people get seasonal affective disorder, where their mood and all that gets worse. The darker, um, the darker the days get. But for me, it just seems to be the opposite. I actually feel really motivated in autumn and winter, you know, like during the whole of the summer. Just didn't really have that motivation really to do anything creatively. But then pushed myself to at least start another musical project as well. Uh, put out a release last month, actually. And you'll hear that on Spotify if you search for Germ Aeon is the name of the project and uh, the release is called Valkyrie and Lust 
and it's just a really angry, depressive sounding dark ambient affair similar to what I used to do years ago. Uh, I just felt that the time was right to really do something again on my own. I'm working on a follow-up to that as well. Um, so, you know, ironing is just not something that I'm that great at doing, which is probably why I hate it. But you should get practice at things that you don't enjoy. Um, for Fraser, he's starting school next year. I think in a couple of months' time is when we get to pick um, which school we want him to be considered for. So there's one nearby, um, not terribly far from where I live. He could walk more or less in a straight line and get there without having to cross too many roads from where I live. And from where Caroline lives, it's just a couple of streets away from me, so... I think it's a good choice. It's got, you know, a lot of investment um, being done to improve the building as well recently, like getting an extension put in. And they get extra funding from, I think, the government as well because of the area that it's in. So, I just know that that's going to be put to good use. And I hope it's going to be put to good use anyway. Just trying to think of other things to, to talk about. It's, it's just weird. It's weird having a podcast in the first place. Um, if you've got no one else in the room and you're just chatting away. It's one thing weird to do that, but weirder still to be doing that on video and, you know, I'm just not comfortable with it. Although I did buy this um, camera for that purpose. So I wanted to try something a little bit different with the podcast and I've been hinting at that in previous episodes and thinking about how to get on with doing that and where to host it in such a way that, you know, anything that I say isn't going to cause it to be pulled down. Um, Spotify at the moment, you know, like we're going to be happy through Anchor to have that um, podcast until somebody finds something offensive on there and uh, end up looking elsewhere. But I don't want to do... I don't really want to do YouTube because you know it's just too easy just to get um, just shifting everything that I don't actually need to iron. Um, it's too easy to get taken down from YouTube, and I don't like now that they're putting on adverts on everything, whether you're in the in the program to. Um, you know, monetize your podcast or not, and I'm not interested really in monetizing this podcast because I want to be able to speak and say what I like 
without ever having consideration for my sponsors who might take a different view on what I have to say and cause me problems in saying it later on. So everything I say is going to be from the heart and it is going to be what I think I need to say at a given time without consideration for anybody else's feelings and without consideration for um, changing of the times because people's values perspectives change over time and so do societies and where things are socially acceptable one minute and then no longer 50 minutes later and where people have found themselves on the wrong side of the Twitter mob for example and then made grovelling apologies has made no real difference to their careers afterwards in terms of getting it back on track not that I do this for a living but you know the principle is if you haven't done anything wrong don't apologise and if you've said something and hold it worth saying at a particular point in time, then even if it's judged to be wrong later, still don't apologise for it. Even if you disagree with what you said later on, still don't apologise for it. Acknowledge that your perspective may have changed because you do have a mind, you're free to change your mind at any given point, but don't apologise for having a particular opinion at a particular time to anyone. It's the only way to be able to hold true to yourself. Have I got any more ironing to do? I think I do, because I've got some stuff hanging up. Yep, at least another tunic for work. Um, t-shirt and some old Fraser's bits and bobs, that's pyjamas. There's a t-shirt there and I'll do for them. Yeah, I hate ironing so I only do what? Um, it's the bare essential. The stuff that makes a difference um, to some people. And would get me moaned at if I didn't do it so that's a good reason to do it if you don't like doing something and you know that it's going to upset someone if you don't well someone that you care about at least if it upsets someone you don't care about then you don't need to worry so cool things are coming up I am grateful on the one hand for this but also a bit apprehensive. Um, so in a couple of weeks time I'll be seeing Behemoth and Arch Enemy live in Glasgow. And you know, this is a gig that we've been looking forward to happening but with the pandemic I think it got cancelled something like twice and rearranged so it's finally going to happen and Super excited about that. They've got a new album coming out this week. My sister and brother-in-law bought me a 
limited edition version of that album uh, direct from the behemoth store um, I can't remember if it was intended for an early birthday present or an early Christmas present or something but either way that's out on Friday um, so why the apprehension well because my sister upgraded the tickets to meet and greet and you know it's not anything I've ever considered um, doing you know if I had the opportunity to do that it's not something I would think about doing I would just be happy just to go to the gig but my sister's went over and above and has upgraded our tickets her and my brother-in-law to meet and greet which gets us a few other little goodies along the way. So what can I say? Or what, what would anyone say when meeting their, their kind of heroes? What would anyone have to say to, I mean, particularly to, to Nergal Behemoth, um, long persecuted at the behest of government and the Catholic Church in his home country, just for holding different views taken to trial for blasphemy dragged through the courts surviving leukemia and just you know making such a such a go at his life and being very successful despite all of that in opposition or what what kind of thing do you have to say to that kind of guy? Me, just a, a guy uh, living in Scotland who just appreciates the music really and doesn't really have a life that could compare. Uh, <laughs> so there'll be opportunities to get photos taken and stuff like that uh, with the band, so that's kind of cool as well. Uh, whatever. Those pictures will get published and well taken. I think I'll get them framed and stick them up somewhere in my house. So that'll be one of the cool things to put on display. Kylie's TV broke a couple of months ago, so she's been enjoying life without television. Um, so whenever Fraser stays with me, it's like a special treat to be able to watch TV. And it's not even terrestrial TV, it's um, stuff on apps, YouTube, Prime, uh, Disney+, Plus, Netflix as well. Um, just these kind of subscription services is what um, we have access for him to use. Uh, which reminds me today, I need to cancel Amazon Prime and renew it because tomorrow they're increasing the price by something like 25% or something for the year. And, you know, if I can avoid paying that um, for the next year, then that'll be some money saved. You know. It was two minds whether to keep that going or just to cancel it and then get the the 
they could have bare bones subscription service for the the videos. But then I remembered that Carolyn likes to order stuff from Amazon fairly regularly and you know saves a lot through the postage just from having that prime benefit so I'm going to probably keep that going. So payday that'll be I don't know is it £89 or something it's going to be today better than the 129 or whatever it would be tomorrow. But yeah it's just another thing to pay for. Getting a bit hungry now. I made coffee in this thing. I think that's probably going to be quite ready just now. I don't know how much coffee I intend to drink before going to work, but at least if I've got it in a flask, then I'm not using the kettle again for that purpose. <laughs> um, got into a little bit of trouble yesterday, but not a huge amount. Not a big big deal. Uh, yesterday Callie made Fraser's pack lunch. Oh, see this thing? I just can't get it to sit where I want it to. So she made his sandwiches um, for his pack lunch and he's been trying peanut butter in sandwiches which is you know, a bit of a big deal because all he would eat in terms of sandwiches is jam sandwiches. So, she's got him onto peanut butter. I mean, he does eat peanut butter on bananas, sliced bananas, and that's the main way he would eat it. But she managed to get it on, um, on bread. Sent him to nursery with it on bread a couple of days ago. And yesterday she had him trying cashew nuts which he didn't like, just kind of stored them in his mouth, but she was going to put that in his lunch to take with him. And then she remembered there's a policy against having nuts, um, because there are kids that might be allergic to that. And I said, well, hang on, have you this week sent him to nursery with a peanut butter sandwich? And she kind of went, oh, yes, I have. In that morning, she'd made them peanut butter sandwiches as well. I said, right, so we need to make them other sandwiches. And she said, no, 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 just send them anyway, and if anything comes of it, just tell them that it was me. So I picked them up yesterday. Luckily, nothing terrible happened, but I did get spoken to about um, not sending them in with nut-related things again. So there we go. There's that to contend with. I'm looking for my mug. Can't find it. Everybody's got a particular thing they like for drinking out of, don't they? For me, my mug is this one. Part of a set. Pack of bear. So Carol likes how she's got mama bear and Fraser's got baby bear, so there we go. wandering around my kitchen like a, a dafty trying to find everything and carry everything with a camera in my hand. This is stupid. So I'll come over and sit in my 
the sofa now that I don't need to sit over there and do any ironing. See what else I can chat about. So there's things that Fraser still is quite enjoying doing and he loves to tidy up, aggressively so, and he loves to tidy up in the street as well, to such degree that we can't pass by any rubbish in the street if there's a bin nearby without wanting to collect that. And it's kind of good that he's environmentally conscious, but on the other hand, it means that if you're going anywhere, you have to somehow come up with a route that doesn't pass so many bins and hope that there isn't going to be any rubbish along the way. Because he just loves um, taking to do with all that. Just trying to keep an eye on the weather as well. Um, last week I got absolutely drenched on the way to work, but I didn't really feel it on my body. I felt it more on my shoes, these ones, which are, they're okay except for some reason when I'm on my bike they just absorb water from every direction and I keep forgetting to bring a, a change of shoes with me to work although I do remember to bring extra socks that's just totally worthless if <laughs> your shoes are soaking wet one other thing I'm really conscious of whilst doing this episode is up until this very point uh, there aren't any images of Fraser online and that's something that we intend to keep a thing so you know I'm sat here but directly across from where I'm sitting there's three pictures of Fraser where he was I think about a year and a half over there smaller one where he was two and on my other sofa Caroline had made a, a big frame full of photographs of me and Fraser taken over the last year um, which she gave me for Father's Day which I really like and I really want to put up somewhere but the frame she got it doesn't have any means of like attaching attaching it to the wall except if I buy command strips or something like that which I don't like using because every time I've used command strips at some point the stuff is inevitably fell off the wall in my last house I think it was this picture fell off the wall, landed on the skirting board and then smashed the skirting board in such a way that it came off the, came away from the wall. So when I got that flat redecorated prior to moving here, I had to, I can't even remember how I sorted that. Maybe I didn't sort it, maybe I had, maybe I had it behind some furniture. So I can't remember sorting that. I do remember getting the whole flat painted and I do remember getting new flooring in and that didn't solve it oh well not my problem now 
but I do have some problems here to contend with right now. Well, not right now, but the things at the back of my mind. So, spoke about these before, but what I've got here is a lock and a catch for this kitchen window. And you know, you can turn that handle all the way around onto this thing here. And that is how I'm able to keep my kitchen window closed and locked. Which it hasn't been um, really over the summer because it's been warm enough not to need that. So um, this is my nice kitchen. This Fraser calls it my nice new kitchen, which um, I got installed last year. Just because it, it needed it, really. I think the, the last straw, I think what caused me to do it was I had a fridge and it wasn't keeping things cold. And some of the other white goods that I'd inherited just weren't up to scratch anymore. And I had a bit of money to play around with, so I have to say, sod it, I'll get a new kitchen. Because I'm likely to need that more than anything else. There's just one little snag. It annoys me now that I didn't deal with this at the time. But I had a socket here. I didn't particularly care about the socket. I didn't care about removing the socket. I didn't even want the socket replaced with one here. But that's what I ended up with when I explained to the guy I wanted this made safe and to be fair this is a lot more safe than what it was because at the time I had a big ginormous cable and it was out the wall in a loop <laughs> missed my hand there out the wall in a loop that extended out so it wasn't even in the wall um, and obviously I've got this here still to fill in but it annoys me at the time that you know, when he showed me everything, I mean, the guys had been in like a week and I had the plumber in something like, something like five times or something and it's just ridiculous to do with this sink um, bit here. He had multiple combinations of different joints and things like that and it always resulted in a leak under here. And I had them out some like five times before he installed this single tube, which has solved the problem. So by the time all that was dealt with, I was just happy to get everybody out of my kitchen and out of my house and just not having to phone people. Then I completely forgot about this because that was on my snack list and it never got dealt with. So what I am wondering is do I need an electrician to deal with this because you know I can probably fill this with plaster and make it all smooth or do I just get a load of plaster cover the whole damn thing up and then it's made safe and you know I've, I've never used these sockets 
Partly because I've never needed to, but also partly because I'm, I'm worried about doing so. So. I keep it behind this bin. And because I keep it behind this bin, I keep forgetting it's there. Anyway. In the process of showing you that, you may have noticed this. It's that cool poster. Several years ago, when I was a priest in the Temple of Set, I had my formal recognition from the High Priestess Emeritus at the Hellfire Club in, well, on the outskirts of Dublin. And when I was on Facebook, um, one of the people tagged me in this image. This is meant to be me here. Welcome, Mr. Kilgore, to the Hellfire Club. All hail the new Black King. It wasn't entirely dissimilar to this scene. <laughs> but it was completely outdoors, and it was raining, and it was on top of a hill. That was several years ago. Speaking of the Temple of Set, I've submitted another application um, to re-affiliate. Because now that Fraser is at nursery full time, I am free such as I am today in the mornings. Um, to spend doing anything really I please whereas before he was only like a couple of hours a day and it meant that if he was at nursery and I was off work or about to go to work later on I would have to look after him and don't really have time for other things I was speaking about this painting to Fraser yesterday. It's a painting of a dog that I had. He died about 13 years ago. His name was Scruff and this painting is from a photograph that someone took at some point of him outside in the dark and I think the flash of the camera had made his eye glow yellow. But I'd always liked that photo and I always liked the scruff. So I wanted to do a painting of him after he died. Because he was fiercely brave. My brother-in-law and my cousin were leaving um, my parents' house one night. And they got as far as the front gate when some fucking scumbag from directly opposite the street just happened to have a hammer and was trying to attack them. Scruff leapt to their defence and 
barked at the guy and you know this was distracting enough for them to get away and back into the house to safety but you know that's the kind of protective and loyal dog that Scruff was so you know there are old photographs of him and there are old photographs of other pets but you know I just always wanted to do uh, this picture so as I could always remember him wherever it was wherever I happened to be so there we go um, one of Fraser's masterpieces in chalk I've got this I got this for his birthday I think last year so as he could play with his chalks and paints and things and it just swivels around this is magnetised. Even paints this side. It's not meant to be painted. It's meant to be dry white. Wipe a little markers. But there we go. That's what he does. This is the view from my front, front room. Alright. Just conscious of the timer on this um, camera now. <laughs> I think probably 45 minutes is enough to get going to make a start on uh, getting into blogging again particularly since I should probably finish getting ready for work so I'm not sure what episode this is I'm not sure what season this is from I'm not sure what music I want to use for the intro and outro but if not today then at some point tomorrow I'll be uploading this episode and it'll be viewable on Spotify and I'll try and find somewhere else to to upload the video component and I'll probably put that in the show notes as well so until next time Take care.